All right, you're rolling. You, you. Right now, talk real quick. I want you to shit on people. Yeah, do it. <laughs> that was Damon, the sound guy. <laughs> Hi. Hey, uh, Rick, just letting you know that no one else is here, so you might be next. <laughs> Damon, you murder anyone today? I wouldn't say today. <laughs> Are you kidding? Where does the day start? At midnight? Because if so, then I wouldn't say today. <laughs> I don't know what that means, dude. That's amazing. The Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. Comedy Network. I am very excited to tell you that we are going to be releasing a stand-up special from the unbelievably talented, unbelievably hilarious, and unbelievably original Ted Alexandro. He has a new stand-up special called Senior Class of Earth. You can check it out exclusively at atcspecials.com and follow the All Things Comedy Network for more ways to support your favorite comedians. This is huge for us. This is everything that All Things Comedy was about. We wanted to get in business with great artists and help them to maintain control and ownership of what they created. And this is our first foray into that. Once again, it's called Senior Class of Earth from the great Ted Alexandro. You can check it out at atcspecials.com. Welcome to the World Famous Comedy Store Podcast. How does it feel to be alive, everyone? Yeah, guys. I'm Eleanor Kerrigan, and I'm alive. I'm Richard Allen Ingram. <laughs> And we have the great Steve Simone. They knew from the laugh. They knew exactly they knew who that was. Knew? I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm just sorry, happy I'm to be hanging out with you guys. No, I'm glad. Thank it's you weird so that much. to hang out and have laughs that we have to record it now for the whole world. But It's true. Can you shut the door, Josh? I'm sorry. I forgot. Um, I ruin every podcast by talking. Um, <laughs> Usually we do a full banjo uh, hoedown, Two, like a so there's no talking, but we're switching it up this time. We're going to do a, a talk radio style. You know what we've been talking about? Uh, people have been talking about uh, oh, how thanks, corporate buddy. this. Thank you, Josh. How corporate the comedy store is now. A lot of people feel that way. They don't understand. There's still plenty of hookers and <laughs> hijinks. There certainly is, but the, it really is like a weird. It's a different lab. time. I saw, uh, just now, I saw a very masculine lesbian uh, ushering a gal into the ladies' room. And okay. it, it was very reminiscent of the old days where dudes would take the ladies for the tour. And for some reason, the tour of the bathroom in the hallway was always a long stop on that tour. But she was like, yeah, why don't you come in here? And I was like, that's a woman. She's yes. about ready to fuck that other lady. I hope so. Yeah. She wasn't a comic. Neither one was comics. Well, I, I, I didn't know who either of them were. It wasn't like Kathy Lewis or something. So The patrons used to. <laughs> I'm going to take you in this bathroom and fuck your brains out. <laughs> I first saw you do the Kathy Lewis. You were legitimately ranting to Tommy. And you were like, you know, Kathy, why don't you do that dance? <laughs> this is the first time ever I heard it. And well, I died. Well, I just... we need them, okay? <laughs> We need that show, all right? 
Were you complaining about the show? Well, I think so. Oh, okay. I, oh, it was I just so was. funny. Like, Rick's got so many impressions, but when they just right. come out in the middle of anger and hate, it makes it a thousand times funnier. <laughs> yeah, rage impressions, really. <laughs> it's the future, I think. I used to love when you would mix them. The uh, Tommy Morris. I mean, uh, Tommy. To- Tommy Clifton. Tommy Clifton, that's <laughs> it. I say. Well, it's a sign <laughs> that I have the best beats. <laughs> <laughs> oh man they, they were the best i mean i've had a few people on that used to work here but like didn't really party here Does that yeah make sense? Like, we had a few workers that were like quietly working here yes we weren't quiet working here no we were very involved here well that's why i think the some people think like, it's more corporate now it's just a real business now like right. when we were here it was a ghost town yeah like there was no business uh, do you well, remember there were nights there was liquor. no there was no audience yeah, we even start a show. Wait, yeah, we'd wait an hour to get four, and be like, we have to wait for six. And then <laughs> after an hour, we'd be like, all right, four is good enough. Let's yeah. just do this. But also liquor, like we used to have to steal it or sneak it. You know, like they didn't just give it. Do they just get drinks now? Because I don't even Pretty really drink much. anymore. I don't. So drink I don't know that much either. But I don't know how. Wait, who's? Works. Get, are we talking about comics just getting drinks? Staff. Oh, the staff. Yeah. I see. Really, they drink for free now. Kind of? Uh, I don't know if they drink for free. I would guess it's just, fully? it's probably easier to slip them drinks considering they sell, you know, 45,000 right. gallons of liquor yeah. at night. But Whereas before, it'd be like, wait, why is why is there whiskey missing? We haven't had a customer for four weeks. Yeah, I had freaking <laughs> The Kurt. ghost drank it. <laughs> yeah, remember Kirk, that crazy guy came That was right that? before my time. Oh, that, okay. He used to put marks on the um, bottles. And I'm like, are you being serious right now? Dude, that's, yeah, I mean, that's crazy. That's like 80s parents Mom, going on yeah. vacation. We got rid of them. <laughs> Fill it up with water. You got to get it to the level. <laughs> Did you do that? I didn't up? drink in high school. By the oh. time I started drinking, I, you know, no one cared. I, I you know, Amazing. I, I needed to, I needed to have a drug and alcohol problem. Okay. My, my family life was always good, and I just needed problems to be a real comic. You had to figure stuff out. Yeah, so I said, you know, if my family's going to be supportive, fuck this. I'm going <laughs> to become a, a monster and an addict, and I'm going to ruin my own life. So I have something to talk about. Was your family supportive when you started doing, doing stand up? Oh yeah. I feel like they would be into it. Yeah. I'm going to come to your sh- I love your dad. He he was just so, yeah, you got to get out. Yeah, you don't think, <laughs> can I come with you? Like, maybe I could do a bit. <laughs> like, he just did not want any parts of his life, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is way better than having a real job. You just got to starve on your own. You're, you're on your own. You don't have mouths to feed. That's That's yeah, seriously. He was just like, but never he was get like married. So excited. My mom used to say, never get married to me. Yeah. She, she wouldn't say never get married. She would say, don't get married young. Yeah. Like she was, she would say, play the field. I didn't think she realized she was pushing me into being a whore, but <laughs> she, but she, she meant knew. like, she knew. <laughs> don't just settle kind of thing. 10 like, kids <laughs> by 11 different men. <laughs> a lot of people don't realize how That's that good works, math. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, That's the know, new math, I think. Sol- a solid three-way story. I think every good family <laughs> needs one. Oh, God. That's an amazing... <laughs> I'm still so naive. You know what I was thinking about? At my so mom's funny. three-way? Dr- dr- see, like, <laughs> all that stuff I thought just happened in movies until I came to the comedy store. Are you like, kidding? I- I'm being dead serious. I didn't know how the world worked, and okay. uh, I- I'm still very naive. 
But this is how naive I was when I came to the comedy store. You know how on the Sunset Strip they have those parking lots and those guys have those big light-up sticks yeah, yeah. to sure. try to get people to park in their lots? I remember my first time driving to the comedy store. I saw a guy in the street like waving people and I was like, there must be some sort of accident or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I start to pull into the lot and I'm like, no, I don't need to park. And he was like, well, that's what this is. And I'm like – well, then why did you wave me in? <laughs> Just get out of here. What a jerk. What a jerk that guy was. I was such an idiot. Like, I had no idea. Like, That's I remember amazing. I didn't see cocaine until I came to L.A. Oh, like, wow. I was like, I felt like I was in an after-school special. Yeah. I was like, this is like that growing pains when Boner tried to do cocaine in the hot tub. Dude, Boner's <laughs> the coolest, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Remember when Mike Seaver left the party? Oh, like, yeah. Not for me. This is not cool, buddy. Yeah. Nancy Reagan and E.T. told me to say no to drugs. And I was like, done. You guys remember when uh, the actor who played Boner uh, blocked me on Facebook and then he was dead two weeks later? Oh. oh That's what you get. That's what you did to him. All, all you hard blocked I was him. a fan. I would comment on his on his post. <laughs> what was his real name? God rest his soul. Uh, God, what was his name? <laughs> I'm sorry. Was it Richard Stabone? I, I wish. Just... What was the other guy's name that hung out with him? Eric? On the on growing pains, it was Mike well, Seaver. Yeah. I can't believe you guys like know this. Eddie or something. Ed, yeah, I think it was I Eddie. Think it was Eddie. And then Ben's friend was Stinky Sullivan. The and best. Whatever happened to that actor? It's how he's not a huge star is beyond me. Maybe he's working at Trader Joe's. I think the got his start on that show. <laughs> he did. He? Yeah. He on growing the homeless pain? kid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but wait, what kind of comments would you leave on this poor soul's? Um, I, I mean, it was mostly supportive. Tormentive. Occasionally, what? <laughs> mostly supportive. Uh, occasionally, a slight troll. <laughs> um, Andrew Koenig, I think his his actual name was. Okay. Um, I, I can't even remember what it was. I just know he posted something. I commented. I definitely <laughs> called him boner in the comment. Yeah, upset. And he he blocked me, and I was just like, "What a fucking prick!" And uh, and then like two weeks later. He committed suicide in a park in Canada. Oh, Jesus. Rick. Hey, listen. I didn't want to <laughs> commit suicide for him, but you don't block the mask. <laughs> I go, hey, what's it? Suicide? Why don't we you check your passport? Why don't right? you take a walk in the park, Andrew? And then... <laughs> Jesus. Wait, Boner, right. We had a kid we grew up with. His name, his nickname was Boner. His real name was Crip. It was like short for his last name, but Boner was funnier. Just like Boner, Stabone. Yeah, Richard Stabone. Yeah. That's such a great name. That's a great fake name to use. Excuse me? Stabone? Yeah, Yeah, my name's Richard Stabone. (laughs) You should check in as that. Dice always has these weird real people's names Uh that he checks in under. And it's, they're always funny. They're, one's worse than the next. And I'm like, did you make these? But they're real people, but they sound like they're made up. It's the best. I always liked uh, on Cheers, uh, Ted Danson's character. One of the episodes, they talk about, hey, when you played ball, did you use a fake name? And he's like, of course. You couldn't have people knowing Sam Malone was staying at the <laughs> at the hotel. And they're like, what was your name? And he's like, Lance Mannion. He <laughs> so casually like, obviously. Bobby. Lance Mannion. What? That show is so good. So Gary's good. Old Town Tavern. That's oh, such yeah. a great name for a rivalry. <laughs> um, that's amazing. I, I'm thinking of all these old shows. Growing Pains. What years was that on? Because I feel like 80s. I don't know it that probably well. Probably 85. Oh, you guys are younger than me. Is that what it Something is? Like, like 84 through 89 was probably the prime. That's Yeah, I, just, I, I, I can vaguely remember it. but I don't think I ever saw it live or like 
you know, when it was on during the week. Uh, I watched Growing Pains in sin- Oh, when it was vacation. in got it. Yeah. Like summer vacations, it would be on at like 10 in the morning. I love TV. It'd be just the 10 of us, oh God, Growing yeah. Pains. Just the 10 of us, I remember that. Like that if we play hooky Pains from spin-off. school, you could was watch those. Yeah, the, the dad oh, was, the a, he was a gym teacher. On, yeah. On I think that guy Growing was a comic, Pains. right? Yeah, Bill Kirchenbauer or something. Yeah, probably a comic. Yes. Story. He is. His name's yeah. on the wall at is least. He? Yeah. Whoa. I'll have to find him. But yeah, Unless he, uh, Rick's bothering him on Facebook. Do you think this is... <laughs> I'm, I am Facebook friends with him. <laughs> is, this, is this, do you think, the busiest that, like, I wasn't there at Me all either. in the 80s or any of that stuff when everybody was working in this place? And it was... ya- Yakov claims that this is the busiest it's ever been. He would know. I mean, he's the and... only one I know that was, you know, part of all worlds. Yeah, the only difference, like, Irera and um, a few of the older guys always say... The difference is they were household names back in the 80s. And the thing is, because there was only four channels. Right. Yeah. So, like, if you did a movie or you did an HBO special, HBO was the only, well, we right. had Prism, but you know what I mean? Like, the HBO was only paid channel. Yeah. So, if you had a special, everybody saw it if they had yeah, there's cable. Yeah, pre-millennium fame. Yeah. But everybody knew their names. Like, you yeah. know, those 80 guys, 80s guys that are co- like yeah. still in the business, you're like, oh, Simbad, I love Simbad, yeah, or whatever. Like, they're phenomenally they big. Oh, yeah. I, I remember on, on the uh, one of the Kinnison documentaries, Bill Burr was talking about how, uh, you know, it's like Friday at school or whatever, and everyone is leaving, and no one was like, hey, are you going to watch Dangerfields this weekend? But Monday morning when he got to school, every person in the school is like, did you see Sam Kinison on, on <laughs> right, Dangerfield? Right. Yes. And it's just like there are so few options that everyone saw the same thing. Exactly. Yep. And then it was just like everyone at school talking like, oh, my God, this guy, he's amazing. When, and now it's like everybody's got their own little vehicle, There's like so their own platform. famous comedians, I guess, in terms of having enormous fan bases and every yeah. time I see one of them I'm like how the fuck did this guy get famous yeah yeah that's like a majority of the people on the lineups people think I'm famous I'm like that's not real oh that's awesome yeah that's that's, that's not great. Real. but they think you're famous you they too nobody's say, yeah, ever thought that's not famous. true Steve I have a solid 16 fans worldwide <laughs> that's I'm, not true I had to, people I had to work freak hard out to build them up you had a what? I had to work hard to build up to 16. 16. I think that's a huge part of comedy now is that you really have to be on social media and market uh, yourself. Yeah. It's, it's like, so awful. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I feel like in the 80s, they had more time to party. I mean, yeah. we do too. We have well, A comic always has time, except sure, for Rick. Find a way. Yeah. But we always have time to fuck around. But not like that. Like they were... They could just party. They didn't have to worry yeah, about what picture they post. Dude, or, because yeah. of social media, like, you guys were, uh, when I got here, you guys were talking to a, a trash can of a human being in the parking lot. And <laughs> You're terrible. she headlines all over the place. <laughs> and she's got to have a solid <laughs> two minutes of comedy. That's not true. She actually does work hard on her craft. I'm not going to say it's my Yeah, yeah. tits, tits never... on Instagram. I get it. <laughs> I'm never going to say, uh, that's my favorite. That should be the name here special. Getting back to the boner comments. Well, it was mostly supportive. <laughs> live on stage. It's mostly supportive live. Rick Ingram live. Mostly most supportive. That is yeah, perfect, that Steve. That is a great name. Terrific, a great name. Terrific figure. But what I'm saying, though, is, is that to 
classify certain people as comedians as I, insulting uh, to comedy. I hear what you're saying. And here's the thing. In the beginning, I'm going to say mm-hmm. this. I thought the same thing. Like, yeah. oh, man, because I was losing spots yeah. to this person. And I was like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous sure. because they had certain amount of followers, whatever. So I would get pissed. But then... I'm seeing that same person at every club. Yeah, sure. Busting their ass, open mic, trying to come up with new jokes, writing, Listen, hey, you want to get I'm together not to write? They don't work hard. What I'm saying is it isn't paying off. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but I'm saying it's not all. You're a mean one, Mr. Mr. Ingram. I feel like his little black heart is beating right now. <laughs> it only shrinks. <laughs> it's a little bing, bing, bing. <laughs> it, it like enlarges slightly, like twice a day when Julia does something very cute and then it just shrinks back the moment she starts doing something that drives me crazy I'm just like there goes my heart again (laughs) tonight I will destroy humanity (laughs) the second like if she gives you trouble going to bed you just come here and rip the shit out of the crowd don't you so angry that's so Steve you're the opposite of us angry no you have a little in you I'm Irish and Italian Steve's got double negative genetic anger and then uh, this city makes me angry, the selfishness of Los Angeles. It's true, but you tend to bring a smile to other people and have one all the time. I feel I always Don't said, you feel that? I always said that Steve and I were able to be good friends because I'm actually nicer than I pretend to be, and Steve <laughs> is actually way darker than he leads well, on. Do you know what's interesting? I want to do a bit on this, and okay. this actually makes me angry a little bit, that like I really try my best to be a good person. You know what I mean? And I try to be as transparent as possible. But when you try to be a good person, people go, that's an act. They're, they're, oh, you know what I mean? Like, like when people, you work on it. Or like if you just try to be happy and supportive, they're like – best case scenario, they're like, that's phony. Sure. Nobody cares about other people that much. Or then the worst case scenario, they're like, oh, he's a bad person, just covering up. But conversely, if you're the world's biggest mon- – I'm not saying – I'm not talking about you. That's okay. I'm talking you about can. people that are mean and nasty and selfish. Like killers. People go, I bet there's somebody really sweet in there. Nobody's really that bad. And it's like whatever – we're so conditioned as a society just not to trust what we see. Oh, yeah. You know? And I do have a dark side, but that's why I'm nice. Like I constantly go, all right, I just want to be the person I want to meet because – Especially in the city, people are just so selfish. Yeah. Like it drives me crazy. It's brutal. I was doing a bit tonight. I was in Texas two, three weeks ago and I woke up in the crappy hotel and I just said good morning to somebody out of habit and they said it back. And I was like, whoa. (gasps) So that became my activity. I was just good morning, everybody. And I kept on getting it back and I'm like, I got to leave LA. I don't think so. I, I mean, listen, we don't want anyone in Texas to have a good morning. One of, oh, worst, one of the worst Rick. states out there. Let me tell you something. Everybody rips on cities like Philly, New York, Boston. But I was in New York in May. I was in Philly in May. The difference, and it took me a while to realize this. On the East Coast, people are very conscious of how they fit into society. Yeah. They're very, very conscious that they are just a part of the world. And they're like, like if you're going to order food out of a window in South Philly, oh, yeah. you know your order, you have your cash out, and you're ready to go. Yeah. Because you don't want to waste the guy behind the counter's time or the time of the people in line behind you. Hmm. So you know the world does not revolve around you. You are part of the world. Yeah. You exist to serve the world. In Los Angeles, people, it's the photo negative of that, where everybody thinks everything's there to serve them. Yeah. 
they take like and it, it's it's dry. I, I can't take it anymore. I, I like watched... I love the weather. I love the opportunity. <clears throat> oh, yeah. and I love the comedy store. But everything else in the city, I, I tell everybody I, that I can't take it. Like people are just so profoundly selfish. I watched a lady in Brentwood yesterday in a brand new BMW mm-hmm. slowly go across two lanes, yep. straight, n- extreme, like really slow with her cell phone. Like she was, exactly. I don't know what she was doing. Crazy. There was cars piled. And I was on the phone with my mother, and I'm like, "This can't be real!" Like, it took me 30 minutes Profound to get selfishness. half yeah. a mile because they just don't pay attention. They don't it's care. Yeah. They don't care about anything. And the guy was themselves. honking, honking, and she didn't even look up. And you know what it is? And I, I hate to say, I don't want to sound like some sort of like conservative, or whatever, but it's the lack of families here. Oh, nobody, totally. Nobody, nobody, and they're missing mm-hmm. that love. Mm-hmm. They're missing that love, Rick that connection. I have the love, the and I, right and I still don't. I still don't think that. Let me tell you, something. Julia will be anybody. an amazing person because you're so active in her life. Right. So many people out here don't, even if they come <sighs> from cost? a family. At what cost? Though? Nobody's <laughs> there. Nobody cares about them, yeah. and that's why they're. It's like this subconscious need to prove they have worth because they never got that love filled up. It's, yeah, it's like every. I'm starting to ask people like. Uh, because my whole act is about family and stuff. Mm-hmm. And in L.A., people don't even know what that is. Like, you'll go, yeah. are there any early Saturday show, 7.30 show, are there any parents here tonight? Four people <laughs> out of 150. That's why people are like, do you do – I bet you do a lot of, like, uh, you know, parent material now. I'm like, no, I don't – I almost do none because I would stand on the side and, I'd, you know, I'd watch – Maz or someone would be like, hey, anyone here got kids? In a room with 300 people, you'd get like maybe 10. Right. And then he starts going into the bit because he was going to do it regardless. Right. He's just trying to, you know, engage the audience or whatever it was. And then you'd just, you'd see millennials looking around like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> Having kids. <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't have to have kids. That's yeah. why I like millennials. <laughs> no, but it is true. Like, there is, I, when I first moved here, I moved here in 93, and I don't think I saw a kid for the first six years. Like, a, even in the street, like, just yeah. normal. Like, yeah. I mean, I did, fortunately, in Philly, I grew up across the street from a playground, so it's constant. Yeah. Kids, kids, kids. But and we lived in that playground. But I'm just saying, like out here, even if I went to a park, yeah. w- just walking with friends, I never saw kids I playing guess, basketball or nothing. I, I guess you know, I, I, when I moved here, I moved to Manhattan Beach, and, okay. and it seemed that's more me, human. Yeah, it I seemed like L.A. <laughs> to me because I'm coming from Kansas, but it's so far out of L.A. Like I lived next to this park. It's called Pollywog Park or something. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just saw kids all the time going to the park, and everyone I worked with was some loser who grew up in Manhattan Beach or in the surrounding <laughs> some areas. Loser, world class surfer, <laughs> probably had a black belt in jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they all legitimately. Yeah, it's just a winner circle in the game of life. <laughs> they were all about my age. I was twenty one. They were all, you know, nineteen to twenty three or something. And I, I was the only person who lived in my own apartment. Everyone else still lived with their they parents. Lived at home. Oh wow! And they, you know, it was all they all had little brothers and sisters. The yeah, guy, families. The guy I bought pot from lived at his mom's house, and I, you know, I'd call him and be like, "Yeah, man, roll over." And I'd go over there, and his mom would answer the door. And she'd be like, "Oh, you're John's friend." <laughs> like, what? Hilarious. 
And then I have to and go I, sit in his room. And then be like, yeah, just, we have to pretend like we're playing video games. Like, oh, all right. So then I'd just sit there for like an hour. Just like, damn, I just wanted to get high. And you were like 21? Yeah, I was 21. You moved out here as a baby. Oh, so did I. 21. Yeah. Did Idiot. I, it was just one of those things. Like I, my plan was always to move. And I just, I knew, like, I remember telling my parents, like, I'm going to move to New York or L.A. Yeah. Start doing comedy. And they're like, first of all, you can't even get into clubs until you're 21. So yeah, might as well, you know, stay in school until then. And I think they thought that I'd just be like, you Grow know what? Out I'm, almost, yeah. I'm almost done with school. Just yeah. finish off the next two years. But it was like I was 21. I was like, all right, ready to go. Later, nerds. Yeah. <laughs> Later, nerds. Haven't been going to class anyway for the last six months, so <laughs> enjoy that report card, suckers. Would you do it all over again, you guys? What? Would you come, come out back. here and do it all over again? I mean, the only way to get me to do that is if I know all I know now. Yeah. I mean, if Would we you? had that, yeah. Because I, like, I, like I, I now. I no other option. I don't know what else I would do. Right. Yeah. I had no other option either. I mean, I went to, I was going to Temple. I was taking theater, like taking theater classes, but I wasn't fully enrolled. Yeah. And I, I did it for like a year. Yeah. And then I was like, they're, I mean, they just were terrified of me. I'm in a fila suit doing Shakespeare in North Philly. That's it's uncomfortable. Scary. By the way, the only way Shakespeare <laughs> should be done. That's a All fila. Maybe velour. Like we'd be on the subway and they'd be like, you're going to keep going. I'm like, I got to Yeah, I'm in all South Philly. Okay. And they would get off in Center City and, and go and do, you oh, know, live there. Stuff, yeah. uh, but I would go all the way home. And they're like, it's late. Be careful. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I got it. Yeah. Subway, it's fine. Like, it's just whatever. You're like, you, Heisenberg, yeah. I'm the one who's knocking. <laughs> <laughs> I started to rewatch that. That's such a good show. What Very the, uh, Breaking yes, Bad. Yeah. So good. Better Call Saul's my favorite. I, You know what? I got so into good. it and so then good. I went away and then I actually got netflix on my computer so i could watch oh, it when i'm awesome. on the road and i haven't done it yet i'm an idiot like i'm like i, I gotta get back all of season three and better like, call like, yeah like a it's month good ago. he's great he's so good so Odenkirk's good. so good I, and i uh, honestly the the best character is mike yeah mike ermintrout he's a philly yeah. cop <laughs> they should just great. if they just had a show a separate show about him you I'd think mike will have too. his own show i don't think they'll do it i wish they like, would it's like half he's funny. like half the show anyway but I, I haven't loved anybody as much as mike since i was five and i saw chewbacca i'm like they, mike i thought you were like, gonna say the bodyguard Chris Makepeace. Hey, Mike. Uh, the best. My bodyguard's a great He one. is the best. My bodyguard, the, you're right, yeah. His, the episode's about him. I could watch all day. And that, you know, most of the episodes, like, maybe he'll be a third of it or something. It's by far the best part. He's the best. And, and Saul is amazing. I mean, yeah, he's it's, so good. It's great, but <laughs> the Mike character is just so superior to anything else. Oh, it's so good. The fact that he just never, there's never any emotion. The look on his face, just like, I can't believe I have to fucking exist on this planet with people, is so me. That's a Philly cop. Yeah. Mm. Even this, even the episode where he he uh, figures out who killed his son Oof. and then sets it up and then oh. fucking kills him. It's so good. Just acting drunk. I'm just like, I can't believe Mike is drunk. Oh, shit. <laughs> it, it was a plan all along. He planted a gun in the backseat of the cop car, you fucking fools. Whoa, this is all spoiler oh, alerts. Dude. I like it. If they haven't seen it yet, I like that you own it. Out. <laughs> You're outing it. You guys watch Ozark? Yeah, I just you know watched what? season two. It's good. I started to watch season two, and maybe this is just... It's a little too dark for me. 
Oh. A little bit. And then I started to go back and rewatch because I was loving Better Call Saul so much. Got it. Yeah. That I was like, all right, I have to re- start rewatching Breaking Bad. And I started to watch, I just finished season one yesterday, but I'm like, isn't there any Michael Landon on TV? So I started to watch <laughs> Highway to Heaven. I'm not kidding because Highway I to Heaven is you. on Netflix too. Don't do really, this to yourself. Don't because like, I'm going, that's not the real it's world. It's too dark, man. No, it's man. It's too much. You- I think, like I don't, dude. I don't know. This is where I am, guys. You got to embrace the darkness, Steve. I, I just want hold I, like, on to that darkness. Uh, <laughs> I, I, if Look I could just I... move away and have, I want a garden. I want to grow my. I want. I want to be an old Italian man. I want to have a garden, a little bocce ball yeah, court. That's it, and just a small, <laughs> simple life. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to. I just want to eat, have some laughs, and take naps. That's all I want. That's all. You're hilarious. Wants. That's true. Have you? Uh, you know what? I've been rewatching The Sopranos. All they do is eat, eat. eat. He goes from Garbage the house. Go. I'm just thinking about the food I have at home right now. Like I'm yeah. only halfway present with you guys. Hold so on a my... second. <laughs> Wait a Please don't. He said he doesn't like Rocky either. So we. It's not that beef. I don't like Rocky. It's that Rocky is terrible. See, well, see, six months ago. You believe oh, this really? shit? Dude, I, I watch it just just to hate how awful Stallone is. Wow. Should we well, both walk out? I mean, I'm just asking. Well, I find that fascinating. That something could resonate with so many people and change their like. Honestly, it's so that's, terrible. I mean, it's that's, a life changing movie for people. Yeah, listen, I'm not from Philly, so and now why would I the no Sopranos be garbage? Now that's not a life changing. The Sopranos movie. is just Sopranos phenomenal. Yeah. It was yeah. just it's excellent. also very sad though. Like all oh, these God. modern Breaking Bad Sopranos. It just shows is, how awful. I think we discussed it before, but morality the, tale. The Sopranos thing for me is, I grew up in Kansas. I didn't grow up somewhere with a, a heavy Italian population, mm-hmm. so oh. all the characters just seem ridiculous. Kansas is a halfway point. There's a lot we represented have mob there. there but I we, know we don't have you know we don't have Italian mobsters sitting around being a stereotype and yeah. terrible, like. <laughs> All of the characters other than Tony Soprano just seem like awful caricatures. Amazing. Um, are you able to separate the culture it represents from the archetype it represents? Meaning that, like, do you think your problem with Rocky is that you can't relate to... <laughs> He's not going to get over this. No, no. And right. I'm, but it's just I, like thank such, you. Har- thank you, Steve. Harloff and I always go through <laughs> no, this. It's just so oh symbolic of this. So I'm like, why do you have this poster spirit? of this retard you know movie? I mean? Like, Maybe that's it. it. He's missing the human spirit. Ste- uh, I just Rick, don't believe. I, like to me, it means nothing that there's just some moron Do you who's like good Christmas? at boxing. <laughs> I'm being serious. Do, you <laughs> Do like I Christmas? like Christmas? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. I, I, I there's no religious meaning to Christmas to me. I believe in American Christmas. It's just okay. a celebration with family and friends. We give each other presents and we're happy. Okay. I have so no, there's like, a spirituality. There's you no still... like baby Jesus. Okay, or whatever. Okay. But well, you can still start find some that. joy in that human connection where it's like, sure, let's let's people are happy. Wish the best for each other. Uh, or I, I, love, I love actually Christmas Day is awesome. Okay, hate the holiday season. Hate okay. the fake happiness and joy. I hate how people are suddenly nice to each other for like three weeks. When was the last time you saw Scrooged? <laughs> uh, maybe a year, <laughs> Sorry, two years ago. You keep making me like Bill that, Murray. Bill Murray Scrooge right. at the end. Yes. does that get you? Because that gets me. Like when. I mean, I think he improvised because it's Bill Murray. Every, did improvise yeah, everything Bill Murray does is glorious. It's great. Did you <gasps> see I love Vincent? hearing that. Yes, yeah. my mother's did you favorite. It's great. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Because I'm just trying to see if 
Because I could see if he has a soul. I'm starting to finally get to the point with LA where it's like I know people. I I know they need the hug. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, I hug if everybody. A grown man trying to be cool. Do you, you know what I mean? Like there's people in their 40s in this town that are worried about the color of their jeans. They're worried about how many Instagram followers they have. Well, they make but, us worry about that. But, but yeah. But who cares? No, it's I'm like, with you. I don't care. But it, these idiots put it in your head. Right. But when you come into contact with it so much, it can start to eat away at your humanity. Absolutely. That's, that's all I was asking those questions. For. I think like, my humanity was lost before you got before here. I got to L.A. Okay. Really? I think that's what happened. Who did this? Yeah, Show us on so the angry. bear where they Natalie, touched you. And <laughs> oh, that one. She she took an enormous penis in her vagina while I was dating her, and okay. then I walked in and saw it, and I was like, one, my soul is dead, and two, let's get to L.A. It can only okay. go up from here. <laughs> like someone was like, dude, you got so bitter, and then. Uh, I was standing in the back one night, and they're like, I get, you've gotten so bitter, you've been here too long. And then Jeff Richards was like, dude, I remember when you got here, you were bitter as fuck. And yeah. I was like, yeah. So you showed right. up like that. Do you think, like, I Showing sometimes... up broken is the only way to, to come True. to LA. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I agree with that. But you've been over this thing for a long Decade, time. Yeah. 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 You have a beautiful wife, and you have a daughter. You yeah. can't, okay. It's not going to... You know, make me see the world differently. Oh, okay. It's okay. still, uh, you know, everyone is a pile of garbage. Really? Unless they, unless they <laughs> prove to you they're not. Just this is an intervention, Rick. Do you think, like, people act that way because they're hurting? I don't care why they act that way. That's the point. <laughs> Fuck them. That's but, the theory. Uh, then that okay. means a lot more people are hurting than I aren't hurting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because like, there's very, you know, yourself, you meet people and you, there's very few people you connect with and actually, oh, I'm going to call that person or I'm going to hang out with that person. Well, what I'm trying of to Of all the now, people we've met in this town. This is where I am now. I'm starting to make my circle smaller because I've always, like, m my response to it all was, okay, I'm not going to let this city break me. I'm not going to let this world right. break me. I'm going to be more loving, more kind, more compassionate. But the problem Insanity. is so many people don't appreciate it. Yeah. And they just now I'm like I'm just going to focus on the people that really appreciate that. Like I was just telling somebody tonight, like I would honestly just give people money or I feel bad for. And now I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take care of my family. Yeah, they're going to get it. Yeah, like and and it's like you know what? I would I like to go to that homeless shelter or whatever, but it's like you know what? I need a nap too. I'm learning how to take care of myself. Perfect in it, but it's like I haven't lost. Well, I find myself when I get tired. If I'm not properly rested and I like, leave the house. Like, I'll bite my, your face. My new thing that drives me crazy. I'm not properly rested. Dude, it's the best. Dude, it's the truth, though. <laughs> like, you get so worn out. But, like, at the Sherman Oaks Galleria, <laughs> people will drive in the parking garage down the wrong way Look, to get to a place. His eyes spot. are closed while yeah. he's saying this you know just I mean? for the and listeners like, at home. So I beep my horn where I'm like, toot, 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 you're going the wrong way. Like in place <laughs> How does he know where we're going? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh... Like, my instinct was, like, there's just one guy. This happened a couple months ago. Because it happens all the time. Yeah. yeah. But I was doing it that way. And the guy goes, I know what. And I'm like, dude, I'm just looking out for you. And the guy went, what? I went, you could cause an accident. And the guy was like, I go, I'm not mad that you're doing it. I just want you to be safe. Yeah. And the guy was like, oh. Because it, it was escalating fast. Yeah. Because that anger was coming out. And to, I'm like, all you right. You were about I'll, to go Ivan I'm, Drago on him. Yeah, 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 yeah. It could happen. And then uh, I didn't escalate it. And that's what kind of de-escalated it. 
because he either thought I was a crazy person or I knew how to handle myself. <laughs> yeah. Because people like when when, when you people don't are calm, buy into it, oh. when you're really calm, I was like, sir, here's the thing, and I went. And then we started to talk, and we had a genuine moment. I was like, "Look, man, it's Monday." Uh, yeah. And then uh, I almost, we almost, I almost. It's Monday. There's like, arrows like, everywhere. It was amazing. <laughs> What'd like, you how, say to me, bro? And you're like, "I said I want to suck your dick." And he's yeah, like, well, "Excuse me, <laughs> McGruber." <laughs> McGruber. That was one of the last movies oh that made me God. laugh. Did you like that garbage? One? <gasps> oh God. Well, okay, you're as a comedy fan. Yeah. Since. I think the last guys to really have a formula for comedy. First three movies out of the gate for the Fairley Brothers. Okay. Like Dumb and Dumber was so funny. (laughs) So good. That I rented that from Blockbuster, watched it with my dad. We looked at each other. He didn't have to say a word. I got up, put it in the automatic rewinder, rewound the tape, and we watched it again. Yeah. But like Dumb and Dumber, Kingpin, and There's Something About Mary, loved it. Solid, yeah. Solid. Last time, I think there was a filmmaker that was three for three like that. But since then, comedy for me, and it could be just because I'm old. And I've seen everything. Right. Sure. But it's been very hit and miss. Like since the de- – de- in the last 20 years, I loved Old School, which was 2003. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, Step Brothers, which was 2008. Yeah, it's And a great MacGruber, movie. whenever that was. Step Brothers is great. MacGruber, I, I really I enjoyed MacGruber. Uh, what's that guy's name? Will so Forte? dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just can't, I can't do it. Step I Brothers. I thought the skit was terrible. I, if if I had a pick, I would watch Step Brothers. Yeah. First, yeah. Yeah, I mean, McGru- definitely. Me. It's amazing. <laughs> killed me. I expected nothing at that point. I'd already given up on Will Ferrell. Like every one of his movies was just the same one trick pony. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ish. I think I talked yeah. to you before about where I'm just like, dude, this fucking old school is a flawless rip movie. Off, yep. Lose your temper immediately. Yeah. Um, but Step Brothers was great. Him and John C. Riley oh, were amazing together. Beautiful, but that was ten years ago. That was like the last. What about old school? Like, How long is that 2003? one? Two thousand three. Oh wow! Years. Yeah, yeah. That was, that, that was excellent. Yeah, masterpiece. Also good. When they tied the Vince the Vaughn block around that kid's annoying. wiener, <laughs> and yeah. fell off. The, I cried. walk it off, buddy. Walk it off. Walk it off. Vince Vaughn was so good in that. Yeah, earmuffs. I mean, it was so. I, because it was layers to it. It was character driven. Oh, totally. Yeah, Luke Wilson still wasn't buried in oblivion. Yeah. So he was still good. He was so good. And he got, what's his name? Uh, Kilborn to play the douchey oh, guy. Oh, he was so douchey. Yeah. I completely that forgot. Yeah, guy yeah. Code, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. But has there been a movie? Like, am I missing something? Is there something that I no, should be watching? No, I haven't seen a flawless like that in a anything, minute. So... Yeah, you know, I feel like we can't ask Rick. He's like the opposite of Mikey. Rick likes him. <laughs> or he is Mikey. Ask Mikey if Mikey likes it. Is Mikey the one who doesn't like it? He liked it. He likes it. He yeah. likes it. He likes it. Yeah, I just, I, you know, I feel that at a certain point, I just got better than everything. And I can't enjoy it. Your taste got too rarefied or something? Yeah, it's like, you know. <laughs> Your palate's too. It's just, it's. it's I've enjoyed too much fine wine in my own mind. Whoa! To, okay. To be able to enjoy someone's. Yeah, I was watching Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I showed it to my girlfriend. I'm like, no, this is this is a masterpiece. Absolutely. And that scene where Candy is just clearing out his sinuses. Yeah. That just <laughs> lights Steve Martin's fuse. Yeah. So good. Yeah. But I think the problem is, I think now all these comedies, you can tell somebody read the script and there's jokes on the page. Yeah. And it's just level one comedy where it's just insults back and forth. wide shot. I'm going to make fun of you. You make fun of me. Yeah. But like that was so character driven out of behavior. Yeah. 
that it was like because if, if you wrote on a script john candy clears his sinuses oh uh, yeah that's a, like, there's nothing funny yeah. about that but when you hear him go <laughs> like you can see yeah. steve martin just the, <laughs> the, the bomb is ticking down <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that seems so good. It's brilliant. I there's no John Candies. No. That's gone. That's no. he was absolutely he phenomenal. Can how you can be feel. how you can be annoying and lovable is so t- <laughs> it's so tough. <laughs> it's it, it, true. Like it's impossible because there's oh. plenty of people who I'm just like this dude is annoying. Yeah. But to be able to be that annoying and have you go, I fucking love how annoying this guy is. Uh, that scene. Sure. I could be a cold hearted cynic like you. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I love how you get torn apart easily. Oh yeah, yeah. See, like Rick, it would take every single tear in a person's body or emotion to get you to move. Uh, yeah, moved, I, I don't know. That I should I say. Feel it. Whereas Rick, I'm dead. I'm he could be crying. I mean, inside. Steve Dude, could be I'm crying at commercials. Podcast. Yeah, this was. <laughs> I was talking to. I wanted to just set up a camera on me as I watch This Is Us. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god! Do you I get watch up and that? I stop it. I get up and stop and I go forget it. And yeah. I start screaming at them. I'm like, "Fuck you! You shouldn't do this to people. <laughs> this, I can't handle this. This is emotional manipulation." The entire country is cutting because of this stupid show. Oh, terrible. It's a, <laughs> it is good though. I mean, they're great. I love the I love the issues they tackle. Yeah, Corinne watched it <clears throat> briefly, and then she thank thank the Lord. Oh, so Lost she lost interest because I would watch this be like, all right, I don't need emotional manipulation. No, yeah. it's you know what, a little bit. I'm it like, is a little guys. bit manipulative. Like, yeah, yeah. After some of them, I'm like, I can't watch this. You yes, know? I get mad. I get it, and it's just like, all right, you put. My brother Charlie says it best. Like it's tier TV. Here we go, tier yeah. TV. Everybody's got a story. Like whether it's a reality show or this, yeah. everybody's crying. Too much drama. That's just yeah. forced. I don't. Is there need anything it. for just laughs anymore? No. Like you can watch it, you know you're going to have some laughs. Like, you know, just have some laughs. I, I mean, I think the problem is all of our comedic uh, brain is just well Fried. past it. So, mm. it, You mean us? Like that Simpsons when yeah, Homer like, got really smart and he couldn't enjoy <laughs> movies yeah. anymore? I mean, it's we spend all of our that's life amazing. being so funny that there's no way that there's going to be a show that's – yeah, we get to watch level. Joey, D- G- uh, Bill Burr, Joey, Joey Diaz, Diaz, Sebastian, yeah. Yeah. Di- yeah. All, Rogan, all these people every night live and yeah. they're a part of it. It's just like they're, they're, the people we surround ourselves with are so insanely funnier than some fucking writer's room of Harvard dorks. That, right. Right. The nerds the that are able to put it together. Whatever the crap is that's considered top comedy in the world. Yeah. Do you like the Big Bang Theory? Never seen it. It's, I think I've seen a few. It's one of I, the worst shows ever written. I, <laughs> I have a real problem with like that fake sitcom rhythm where it's like bop, 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 Me bop, too. Bop, bop, bop. Lately. More so lately. One of the best things that you can watch is if you watch Big Bang Theory, uh, there's clips of it online without the laugh track. <laughs> and it's amazing like just watching how awful and boring it is. Yeah. And just like they say stuff and then just the pause that they they literally pause for like four or five seconds for the laugh track to be like yeah. oh and then yeah. and the next person says something and then a pause there's just so much of it's just silence of them sitting there waiting for you know what did andy kaufman say those are dead people laughing yeah i, I prefer like <laughs> that stuff that's a little closer like a little 
Well, then again, Step Brothers was so broad and silly. Rick just said those me. were dead people laughing. Yeah, but that's an Andy Kaufman I'm quote. Andy Kaufman's I know. I recorded a hundred years. Ago. Yeah, it's exactly right. Just... I'm, my mother will literally watch a show and she go, "Oh, canned laughter." Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Picks it up like that. I'm yeah. like, damn, that's a lot of TV to watch to know. But like, I look back to like those like All in the Family could still make me laugh. Brilliant. Ta- Taxi still makes me laugh. Like um, Taxi, everyone was dirty, so it took me a long time to watch that. Uh, yeah, oh, I was never looks, a big Taxi everyone fan. Everyone looked dirty. You would and love, I, uh, but Danny I watched DeVito's character. Yes, in Taxi. he's right. I mean, I watched Taxi. Like if <laughs> I were to cast Taxi, because they'll probably wind up remaking it. Oh yeah, you I'm... would be the Louis De Palma character. <laughs> he hated everybody. With like height, one of the yeah. H- hardest I ever laughed. You got to see his sweet side a little bit. And I think it was Danny DeVito's real mother. It was this little old lady. Oh. And you got to see the sweet side behind him a little bit. And he's walking, the last scene before they rolled the credits, he's walking down the hall with his mother. She's carrying this heavy bag. And he goes, Ma, what are you doing? And he takes the bag out of her hand and he goes, That's your bad hand. <laughs> and put it into her other hand. Yes. <laughs> it's, like, it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. That's genius. Yeah. It, I mean, it, I watched it later and I was like, Oh, I'm an idiot for never giving this show a chance. Like, I did that with a million movies. If everyone looked dirty, I won't watch it. I don't know why. They, if they look dirty. Yeah. Like their hair was stringy and straight. Like, uh-huh. what's that guy's name? Um, Lotka, Lotka. That's Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. I know, but his character name yeah, was Lotka. Lotka like it was a, 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 always his hair when he came in, it always looked straggly and gross. And then Jim drove oh, me yeah. crazy. Yeah, like he was homeless, living in the uh, taxi cabs, and I was like, ugh, who would watch this? Like I don't know why, but then I'd watch All in the Family, and their house was like. Kind of that dingy 70s. Well, that's how stuff was lit then. Absolutely. And the film it was on and stuff like that. Yeah, it did look dark. Everything in the 70s seemed But I dark. could watch the Jeffersons and All in the well, Family yeah, on repeat. That's because they, they had Sanford and Son, racism. too dirty. Sanford and Son was, everybody looked dirty. That's Everything racist. was a mess. That is racist. I don't care. I watched the Jeffersons. They, were their house shows? were clean. <laughs> uh, what, growing up? Yeah. Brady Bunch. Yeah. That's Terrible. not a comedy. Kind of. My nose. That's hilarious. Uh, like we would watch. I would watch the Brady Bunch and be like, "Man, that would be cool to cool, have a big yeah, house so cool. like that." And then anything that had uh, anything I watched on TV, like Little House on the Prairie, whatever. Like there was grass. Yeah. And there was houses with like, like can't buy me yeah. love or something. Like they had front yards. Dude, I, I always thought in a John that John Hughes movie. Like, I thought those yes. houses, those neighborhoods Racist. just seemed. Amazing. But I thought that only happened in Jersey. Oh, that's yeah. hysterical. <laughs> he was Chicago, wasn't he? Yeah. Like, I didn't even know. It didn't even exist any further than Jersey Sherman, for Illinois. me. Did you guys see Ready Player One? No, what's that? I just saw it on a plane. It was pretty good. What's that? I don't want to get into it. It's well, Steven you just brought Spielberg. it up. It's a Steven oh. Spielberg movie. But it was pretty good. Because, well, they referenced so much pop to... culture. Yeah. When you said Shermer, Illinois, there was like, I don't want to ruin anything. But was it scary or funny or nothing? It was entertaining. It's like a, ah. yeah, it's like a family thriller kind of thing yeah, it's an action movie with a lot of pop culture winks and nods and some mm. laughs you know a movie made me laugh and i'm a, probably an idiot but deadpool 2 made me laugh oh my god my brother charlie loves that i like deadpool made me laugh did you like deadpool i didn't, I didn't see two i saw, I saw, the saw first one. one i'm not i don't like ryan reynolds oh i like him yeah. he's to me he's just like a a polished dane cook <sighs> that's an interesting observation i can't it's just like you know he, he 
It's one of those things where, like, uh, he, he he was in Dane Van Cook. Wilder. I get, yeah, I get what he's saying. Though I could totally. I mean, the reason why Dane Cook never career never went further is because they have Ryan Reynolds. So, you know, they tried to like they put him in the waiting movie together. Yeah, and it's like I never saw any of it. What I heard was that Dane tried out for the Ryan Reynolds part, and they're just like, "We'll get you another part." And then they just wrote him like a shitty role as like one of the dirty cooks or something, but. Was he in it? Uh, yeah, I, I never he saw was. any of those movies. It, Ryan Reynolds was one of the stars. It was Ryan Reynolds and uh, Justin Long. And, but Dane has like a small part where they're like, well, oh, he's big, so we'll put him in it. But well, What was this show? Movie? It was Waiting. Was the name oh, of the movie. Oh, my brother Charlie likes that too. But he's an easy audience, Charlie. But as soon as I moved here and started to work at the comedy store and live here, pre- I yeah. pretty much stopped watching TV, stopped watching movies. Well, let me ask this. Like Eddie Murphy, Pryor... Um, there's more laughs in coming to America or trading oh places my God. or the nutty prof- there's more laughs in trading places than the last f- seven years of comedies combined but the, now who's the comic leading man now like that I don't know I don't think there is one I right? think- like even the great Bill Burr. Uh, I hope all the great stand-ups now like uh, you're starting to see it with Sebastian it could have been Louis. I, I hope these guys get chances. Me too. To yeah. create outside of stand-up, where they get to act and mm-hmm. like, because there's great stand-up right now. Wait, so uh, great stand-up. Not yeah. to switch the subject, but did Sebastian? Did I see he sold out Madison Square Garden three four times? Show. Yeah, no, four. You know, he, four shows. Did he add a fourth? He added good, a fourth. Good for him. It's amazing. Yeah, so he just did the him. Wells Fargo Center in Philly. Sold out completely. By the way, my whole neighborhood went, and uh, I'm furious because they never come to my shows. So. Wow. Want to support an Italian guy from Chicago? Okay, I'll show you, bitch. So I'll be knocking on everybody's yeah, well, door. He, he doesn't Watch. threaten all of them. Constantly. Well, I'm going well, to now. He just now. shared a clip where he plays like a drug dealer or something. Yeah, and shakes these kids down. I I'm saw like, it. I hope there's more of this. I saw future. it. It's a, yeah, uh, it, but I'm happy for him. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just I'm I'm happy. I'm trying to think though. Like, Who I mean, the Tiffany Haddish, you had Bill Amy Murray, Schumer, yeah, Bill Murray. John right. Candy, Eddie Murphy, Chevy Chase, Chevy Chase Steve Martin. It was murderous row. Che- Even guys Wait, like Steve Chevy- Gutenberg were making funny movies. That's but how did Chevy Chase do stand up? No. Uh, that's but what I'm, I'm saying comedic actors. John Candy yeah. was not, a lot of yeah. them were like Second City guys. I say, none around. of those guys did stand up per se. Except Eddie. Mm-hmm. Eddie well, Murphy, Eddie Murphy did. did, yeah. But yeah. the rest of them were all improv acting guys before improv acting was the worst thing ever. Yeah. I, I feel like Kevin Hart is trying. In. Me too. What? Improv? Yeah, that's what it, because I, I loved, like, Bill Murray was my guy. He yeah. still is. And like. I love Bill Murray. John Candy, my guy. Chris Farley, my guy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, these guys didn't do stand up. They were comedic actors. And I'm like, let me do that. But then I got here and I needed to work and I got a job here. Yeah. And they used to do I don't I don't want to besmirch anybody, but on Monday nights they I don't it might have been before you got here, but on Monday nights here they would do sketch comedy night and improv night. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, but months? you mean way back in the day, or we this brought was, it back? Mitzi brought it back. Yeah, this yes. was early two thousand. Yes. And it was all like people that were world class at it, and it was so not I, I don't want to. It wasn't what I expected. I'll put it to <laughs> it's right. awful. Yeah. I remember like, exactly I'm, I'm, what you're talking it about. It was so bad. When I first moved out here, I, I was friends, friends. I, I was acquaintances with people who who did it. And a, a couple times I went and saw them at UCB or yeah. Second City or Groundlings or whatever. And I always just sat there. I'm like, the fuck are people laughing at? How is this? How are people? They're just so dumb that they 
they're into this character. It's always some over the top. I guess my biggest thing is always I don't ever want to see someone trying to be funny. I just mm. want to see someone be funny. Funny. Yeah. And like, like Chappelle, I think, is a naturally funny guy on and off screen. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully it, they'll start giving give him some movies. I want to. He's in a Star funny. Is Born. He's like serious in this. I'm Andrew's like, damn. Yeah, Andrew's great in a Star Is Born. I still think the funniest thing ever is Andrew standing in the parking lot a couple <laughs> months ago telling people, "I'm telling you right now, when this movie comes out, Gaga's gonna be a star." <laughs> Oh, like, but he means like acting wise but uh, it's yeah. funny to see here it's like, it's like she's already one a star. of the biggest stars in the world she's gonna be a star when this comes out but he was so, so proud of her he he genuinely became like invested in her Aww. and like when she would do a the really really kick ass in a scene he would yeah. be like you have no idea how good that was and she would be like oh my god thank you like a ball of energy like just amazing she's the nicest most down to earth that's good to hear. he's like i'm ford fairlane i know yeah. acting <laughs> <laughs> so good that's been on ford <laughs> fairlane yeah, i love that hbo bought it i know started showing it annie letterman was like i saw ford fairlane for the first time i'm like oh that's awesome i, I saw it in the theater Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I dated Dice, and he made me watch it our first date. Yay. When I saw Dice at the Spectrum, <laughs> I got a mini poster. like in the, And it was like a little mini 8x10, and it said, coming this summer, Ford Fairlane. I was like, keeping this. God, they jerked him off with that whole thing. God, that's crazy. Corinne was like, wait, is this the movie that, that made Dice famous? I'm like, no, he was already famous Way when he famous. made yeah. the movie. But this was his first starring, His starring movie. yeah she's watching she's like why is it so goofy i'm like i mean that's more real that's really more who dice yeah. is than yeah it's very silly he's character. so goofy so but silly and- he was so protested like it's these guys selling out kevin hart sebastian uh joe rogan's doing it now yep. um like these big giant arenas bill burr R- bill burr amazing phenomenal it's i awesome. love it me too they're not getting protested and like he was i mean uh, he tell was that to norm mcdonald t- no, yeah. no norm's not selling out norm no but messed what i'm up. saying is i think the backlash now against free speech in general is the yes. most frightening thing if in, in the written, history of my life written he did an article he somebody was interviewing him then they wrote down when people read. Yeah. Oh, he said this. They're not hearing it. You know what it I mean? Doesn't, I mean, people are literally just waiting. Yeah, he's for not waiting getting to be offended. I'm yeah. talking literally groups of people showing up to pick at you. Yeah, no, Norm's, that's insane. Norm's though. insane. Apology tour, where he it's then dropped insane. a "You got to have Down syndrome," and then people were like, "Well, no, I'm outraged about this." It was yeah. the best. Yeah. Everybody's just because he, he's exactly right. I mean. It was so stupid to flip out like that, and everybody's just losing it. And it's everybody's just got to be nicer to each other. Be nicer, but everything more understanding. They're not Jesus Christ. We're all human beings. When you read a text, have you ever read it wrong and been like, "Why are you mad at me?" Like, no, I wasn't mad at you. I just wrote it. They just need to relax. Yeah, have some laughs. People just got to stop taking everything so seriously. Yep. And as much as I hate the right and conservatives in general. At least they just think I'm a bad person and leave it at that. The fucking left has lost their fucking mind. And the liberals think I'm a bad person and they think I need to change. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's ridiculous. Just let people be who they want. (sighs) Everyone's going to have different opinions. We don't all all identify as the same thing. Yeah. Just kidding. (laughs) People are – they're out of their fucking minds. And I I understand a lot of it is – 
Like people are enraged about Trump. One of the things I love to do on stage now is be like, who here hates Trump? And you'll get, and if you say it in the main room, 200 people will all yeah. cheer. And then you go, all right, now whose life has been actually affected negatively? <laughs> That's my favorite. Yeah. And then you get like three people. And everyone else is silent. It's like, all right, cool. So we're just we're just mad to be mad. All right, yeah. that's good. And then I see people's faces like, this guy doesn't get it, man. Trump's trying to ruin the world. It's like, just shut the fuck up. They're Enjoy all your awful. lives. Let's just have some laughs. Be nice to each well, other. Well, why don't maybe we eat should make something delicious? Eat something delicious. It is pizza season over you know, at Simone's Kitchen. Yeah, I heard. It is. I got my new flour delivered this week. What do you mean? But, from the, okay. The, 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 whatever. I get good, the right good stuff to make good. It's all about the ingredients. It's true. But this is what I really realized about life. We carb free, right? What's that? Carb free. No, please. <laughs> Everything. Hundred percent carbs. God whole milk it. mozzarella. Hundred percent carbs. I put sugar in the dough. Like, Dude, shut up. You should yeah. have. Do you? Yeah. The, it's what makes it delicious. I'll be Steve over tomorrow. Sh- Steve should have a, a cooking. Uh, web series called 100% Carbs. You know what? I was uh, one of my first jobs out here was in a pizza place in Santa Monica. I remember you telling my me buddy Jules. Joe's uh, was it Joe's? No, it was somebody the else. Slice. Oh, the slice. Okay. And uh, was on the phone with my buddy, and I'm like, I, I, I just want out. I just want a simple life. <laughs> and he goes, goes, you want to open a pizza place? And he goes, What killed us is that we didn't have breakfast. And I go, I got it. I go, We'll do bagels in the morning, Philly soft pretzels all day, and pizza, and we'll call it carbs. That's it. <laughs> Fuel. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there would have been a solid decade in L.A. where you didn't have a single, single customer. customer. But except for East Coast people. Who, oh, yeah, because East Coast people are like, oh, thank God yeah, you're yeah, here. Thank you. thank, we've well, been... that's why I started to make my own pizza because I can't find it here. Yeah, it's it's awful. I Even mean, Joe's is okay. Yeah. I like Joe's. Joe's is good. Like, I, I haven't been to Vito's in a minute, but we've been going to Joe's. Once in a blue moon. I've been on the East Coast so much that I've just been it's eating so it over there. Better. Yeah, it's totally better. Thousand percent. But I think that's how simple life is. I really like, honestly, this is what I think. Bagels in the morning, Philly pretzels, and then pizza. That's, but a that's, sandwich and somebody to share it with. That's all you need in life. Most of America, their the dream, their dreams are very minimal and that's realistic. And so stuff like that can actually make someone stay there. That's where I People's am. People's dreams out here are so absurdly over They're the top. miserable that they don't have a billboard. They're miserable <laughs> that they don't have 200 million Twitter followers. It's yeah. like... They're miserable. Their mothers suck elephant cum. I'm sorry. But it's because they're so sp- spoiled. Their life is so easy. It's like... I was just in the, doing a USO tour over in the Middle East, and like you see how certain people live, and you go, I can take a duty inside. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, Seriously, yeah. I'm just clean running water. Honestly, I'm jealous of the people who get to shit outside. That's okay. something all of us Why can okay. Jason Lucas joke <laughs> ever? You remember that one? No, people please. here don't know what poor is. I grew up in the in the sticks. People shitting outhouses. He was like, "Yeah, that's poor. That's poor." When when you got when you got to wipe and dodge a possum, that's when you know you're poor. <laughs> I wish Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas Ramos. Oh, you know what you guys need for the podcast? Lucas and Ramos puppets. Like, yeah, we should we should just have Lucas, them on. Oh, those two together, together would be great. I thought about that because I had uh, Lucas. Um, I had uh, Lucas separately, right? We had him. We had Lucas on by himself, right? We were going to oh, have him with Simone. We had him by yeah. himself, and yeah. then uh, we had Ramos by himself. But I was like, we should we should mix those that. Two. We should mix that. Yeah, that'd be like getting Hulk Hogan and Monster Man Savage back together. <laughs> oh yeah, Mega Powers. That would be tremendous. The 
mega powers. Did yeah, you, they're funny. Did you see any of the video? So I, Eric Carter po- uh, tagged me in it, but someone shared a video online of uh, Jimmy Jam Garvin of uh, Fabulous Freebirds fame. Yep. R- walked into backstage at like I think it was like '88, some WCW pay per view, and he just had a camcorder. And so you just walk backstage, and it's like 20 minutes long, this clip online. I, I watched all of it. It's like he just walks backstage, and all these wrestlers, they're like all coked out of their minds. Oh, yeah, Great American Bass. Ooh. I think it was. Yeah. It's like the Road Warriors that. and Lex Luger sitting backstage with just his hands. That's his the pants. stuff I watch instead of television, yeah. where I'm like, if nobody's going to make me laugh, I'm going to watch a wrestling shoot interview with somebody. Yeah. I don't see why not. Yeah, I mean, that's somewhere. amazing. Arn Anderson it. keeps moaning the camera. Oh, the enforcer. Arn, I think I saw a, a hemorrhoid there. No, no, that's a dingleberry just for you. This is like, I just saw Arn Anderson's butthole. This is spectacular entertainment. And that's family entertainment. I don't know what that said. No, don't worry about it. That's good. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, there. I feel. Why don't we make a pact to write a movie together to I'll make something funny? I'll never get finished. <laughs> like I'm pitching some. Yeah, stuff Yeah, but then you're with me and Rick. That'll I'm, never I'm, get started. I'm so we're gonna work I, out. I, I have all these great ideas and all that, but I'm like, I don't care. Why is it not a I just want. I don't know what my next move is. I know. I, you know. I'm sometimes. I'm really like cool. People Whatever. always say, what's your next move? I'm like, next move? We didn't get this move done. So how can I go to the next move? Funston and I always, when he moved out here, he was all gun. I was like, we got to write something, do something. <laughs> and then we'd always talk Is he about still it. here? In LA, I mean. Funston? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, um, yeah he lives in Marina Del Rey. Nice. For him. But it was always like, what's, what's the first step? We always had step 10 through 100 planned out. <laughs> And then you'd be like, wait, how do we start? I have no idea. And she would be like, dude, it's easy. You got to start with merch. And I'd be like, I'm pretty sure merch is not where you start. No, you sell the merch, and then that way you have funds to get everything going. Like, who's going to buy our merch? She's always had these big plans for stuff. It's like, dude, all right, we got to come up with a name for a company. Then we start selling merch to promote it. And I'd be like... But who's gonna? We haven't released anything. Well, who's buying it, dude? People will buy anything. You just gotta sell it. <laughs> you just gotta sell I'm it. Like, no, I don't think that's you how it works. Just start a website with like stuff, dude. Yeah, great idea. We put together a comedy tour. We get like Ren is easy and like these people to just do the shows for free. We collect the money <laughs> oh for the. I'm, like, I'm pretty God. sure that's not gonna work. Little tour, maybe hit up Caparillo, see if he'll do the tour. <laughs> For free, <laughs> for free. Why would the they people do this stuff? Like they're touring comedians, they do it to make money for them, dude. But they probably have a free weekend. They definitely do would it. You really say stuff like yeah. that. Just full that's on. That's amazing. Convinced. I would do it. I'm like, yeah, I know you would do it. But that's because you're nobody. Like <laughs> these guys are making money doing it. That's what I'm saying. We need that money for the production company. Oh my god, he's brilliant. Maybe we... merch, I wanted to make step a movie. One, merch. I wanted to make a movie. About trying to make a movie like Blazing Saddles that today. Was a great movie. But, like, can you imagine, like, Outrage. the process, we could have all the people flipping out with us pitching. Okay, so here's what happened. And it's just basically Blazing Saddles so then he today. Says, you guys are dancing like a bunch of Kansas City faggots. You can't say it. You can't. Well, you here's the truth. That. I think now the way technology is, you don't really need anybody's permission. If you really want to do it, and there's so many people here that we are got like, cheeser can sell dude. shirts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, could, but it's true. You could put the, at least do start doing shorts and stuff like that. But it's, here's the thing: everything's a lot of work, and nobody really like. 
I remember I wrote a script. Well, if you're gonna, if you have money to pay for it, that's great. But if you have to get people to volunteer, yeah. then it becomes thousand times worse. A friend the work. of mine that's a director. He said the toughest thing was getting everybody to show up on the same day. And now, like that, I'm starting to like pitch different TV shows and whatever. It's the truth. Just scheduling meetings is. Oh no, I get it, but I mean, it, it can happen. I did a web series, like a, but it was all for free. Yeah. So it was like we finally get everybody together, and the quality was okay mm-hmm. and then there was one on the last one there was the last day there was like a little bit of a light problem and she Could was like oh they up. broke the bulb and we just didn't want to change because it was yep. free but yes. if i was paying for it right. we would have to hold the production yeah till they went and found yes. it but i'm like every time i look at that last one i'm like fuck yeah and then my ex was like dude this looks like a porno i'm like what yeah <laughs> Yeah, Dude, that's why okay. there's so many rich people in this town because everything matters. The lighting matters, the sound matters, it's the set true. design matters, and you can tell the difference between something that's done well yep. and something that's not. Yeah. yeah, and if it's the production quality is so bad, like, well, I don't know. Then again, I'm saying all that, and people are making millions of dollars off their Instagram accounts, just holding their phone. Oh out. yeah, so but they're I getting know? paid well yeah. to do it. You don't have to light tits in a good way; they're tits. Mm. Okay, that's true. But so. my tits need some special lighting. A lot Not of on Instagram. Padding. I guarantee we, you start putting those tits out there, you're going to start getting followers. Really? Do you like think you my little guess. elderly tits? <laughs> elderly. If you, if you they're think not they're, saggy, though. They're good. They're just they're perky because they never grew. A, a million dudes in America who are looking for elderly tits, <laughs> specifically hashtag elderly tits. <laughs> Her tits look there. so young. That's what people would write. <laughs> How do you keep your tits so young? Because they haven't sh- developed. I'm bitch. not sure these tits are elderly enough for my liking. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to go to the younger followers. Yeah. <laughs> pre-elderly tits. Hashtag pre-elderly. Pre-elderly. <laughs> Wait, can I ask about, I'll go back to the Comedy Store stuff yeah. that you've been working on. Are you allowed to talk about yeah, that sure. stuff? Yeah, Comedy cause... Store's actually, uh, I mean, the coolest thing about this place is that it's a family, right? Absolutely. It really is. The most dysfunctional, fucked up family but on the planet, family. Yeah. but and it's now, ours. And now the family's taking care of itself. There's been money set aside um, to help comics. Yeah. Specifically Comedy Store paid regulars. That have been a part of the community for at least two years. Mm-hmm. So it could be guys from the 70s and 80s that were part of it back then mm-hmm. that now need help with, you know, housing, medical care. Something. Uh, something. Whatever whatever it is, the Comedy Store is here to help. It's run through the Motion Picture Television Fund. Mm-hmm. They have professional so- social workers there that know how to get you the help through the either federal government or the state government. And if that's not enough or sufficient, there is – cash stipends for people wow so that's amazing it's amazing well because that's the thing our life is such a gamble yep and then the comedy store was such a small community like in the 70s when she first opened and it was just all these some were phenomenal went on to make millions upon millions some were hot 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 and it just didn't happen yeah and it's a great way but they didn't they wasted their yeah, there's there's not a 401k. On, there's no retirement for no, people for in anybody. this business. So. No. Especially comics. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, See, it, we it, don't have union protection. And like the motion picture television fund, like primarily it's all the unions that feed that, whether it's SAG or the Writers Guild or the Producers Guild or whatever it is. Whoever you – like I have a friend of mine, Dolly. She's tremendous. Okay. She gets a lot of help through them and she like worked. Does Dolly have big hair? I love her. She's like 80-something. Okay. She's tremendous. But like through the guild that she was a part of. 
they get this access to these funds and this help. Now the comedy stores put that money up to give that type of protection and help. Wow. And it's awesome. And I think it's a great way to honor Mitzi. And that's one thing that Mitzi would do. 100%. A thousand percent. Yeah. It's like that was was her thing. She would house people. She would send them Mm -hmm. to rehab. She would, you know, pay for a lot of odd different things that would go on. (laughs) Did you guys catch any of the Argus Hamilton on the Tonight Show clips at the Comedy Store Archives on Facebook posted today? No, it's uh, I didn't see them. I saw, I watched from one. back in the day. Yeah, it's like oh, that's awesome. Argus on Johnny Carson in '83 was the first one I saw. The next one is Argus in '82. That's on Facebook right now. I love so, that. Yeah, I would love to comedy. See that. I think it's called the Facebook page. I believe it, I, I think Jeff Scott runs it. It's called the Comedy it Store might. Archives. Oh, awesome. okay, yeah, because also uh, Argus is doing that Comedy Store. Yeah. Live, I think it's called. What's yeah, it called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. They had me go on and talk about the charity on that. Okay, good. It so great. it's like a, a live. It's like it's basically he set it up like the yeah, Tonight, Tonight Show, show. Yeah. where yeah. he does the monologue and then he it's interviews great. a guest. Yeah, it's a tad different than ours, but it's almost the same guest. But it's it's okay because it's Argus and we love him. Yeah, and yeah. again, it's our fucked up little family yeah. that. It, uh, the the clips are very amusing watching one that his style hasn't changed in 30 years <laughs> and two, you don't change what works that, right? he keep, stick with what brought you to the dance the, it's so funny just watching him like casually <laughs> talking to Johnny in the middle of his set uh, just like oh that's great throw away oh John thanks for that <laughs> plug uh, I also wanted to mention and then he makes some <laughs> reference that's 100% topical May 13th of 82 and oh, I wait, literally funny. have no idea what he's talking about. Oh, that's awesome. But the smile on his face has to, after he says it, just like, got that joke in. <laughs> Worked that one in, even though it wasn't on the set list. <laughs> he's the greatest. Oh, you what guys a are a hip, hip crowd. He, he says oh, like, I love him. At least 10 times on one of the clips. You guys are a hip crowd. Hip crowd. Because they now have a comedy store, like YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So I really? think that's where this oh, goes. That's awesome. I believe that's where Argus's goes, the comedy store YouTube channel. Am I right with that, Josh? He's not paying attention. Oh, I am? Oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so whatever. Um, do you have any other things you want to plug? I shouldn't say it. Whatever. whatever. Comedy. Well, whatever. I don't even, I have a YouTube page, but I don't even know how to get in it. Yeah. I'll have to figure it Every out Every time someday. I get an email, it's like so-and-so's uh, just followed you followed on YouTube. You on YouTube. How like, do you figure that out? Yeah. I, I'm just wondering, like, what, why would they follow me? I haven't ever posted anything other than I did try to like, put one up... clip that from me at the Comedy Magic Club from like three years ago that I just posted because I had to email someone a clip. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And so I had to set it up. You could put it as unlisted. I know that part. Oh, man. I'm I, better than I don't know anything about it. I literally was like, Corinne, here's a video. Figure it out. <laughs> They You're gave terrible. me like one of those flash drives. I'm like, figure out how to put this on the internet so I can send it to this lady so I can never yeah. hear from her again. <laughs> Stop it now. Do um, you have any dates coming up? Yeah. What do you got going uh, on? Well, I'm on the road next week with Joey Diaz. Yeah, Boston. Uh, all the, But I think those shows are all sold out. And, of course. Um, He's been uh, kicking ass out there. Seriously. Next level. And then I'm doing Niagara Falls at the last week of October, and then it heats up. I'll be in Phoenix. I'll be in Minneapolis, I'll be in Edmonton, and then uh, closing out the year at the Comedy Works in Denver. Ooh, that's a good one. Can you get me in there? Can you talk to anyone? You know what? I think I want to bring Mike Black is from Denver. So I'm going to let Mike's going to feature for that week. That's amazing. That's great. Yeah, Yeah, whole kill. Everyone talks about how great that club is. It is great. It's one of those clubs where I'm like, I've seen some of the people that they have headline, I'm like, 
I might be able to convince them to put me up. Because she not cares famous. about funny more than anything yeah, else. Yeah, Wendy, she's great. She's I, the greatest. I only worked there once with Andrew, but it was so good. But I was so new that I never like pushed to go yeah. back. But now I want to start pushing to go back. She's cool. Yeah. She gets it. It's one of the only places I really want to go perform. Because I have fam like two of my sisters live in the area. Oh, okay. My cool uncle lives there, so... I'm always like, I could go. I'll could try to pitch her. I'll try to pitch her. Um, all right. Well, thanks. Thank you guys Steve, so much for, for joining guys. us. It feels weird that whenever we hang out, there's got to be a microphone in front of it, but it was just fun to hang out with you guys. Yeah. I know. It was like just sitting in the room talking yeah, that's shit. Right. That's why I love you. Follow Steve on everywhere all of the social medias because we got to get these numbers up for all of us Otherwise, that's so Hollywood true about yeah, us. I have to, we have to all start marketing ourselves yeah uh, i'm a brand yeah. and my brand is shit but whatever you know what i'm there's saying there's plenty Just of people behind out us. there that hate everything and i feel like they need to be part Rick's of my <laughs> be the best i love you guys i have to go to the bathroom all right, all right. same all right. thanks same. for listening guys uh rate, rate and subscribe and uh, yeah, just uh, keep keep hating. That's the most important thing. Keep the you got hate dates alive. Uh, I'm in Vegas with Dice, October twelfth, thirteenth, and fourteenth, featuring. But the week before, I'm headlining. I don't know if anybody will come. Right. Then we have the All Things oh, yeah. on the twenty sixth in Phoenix. That's the Saturday. I mean, I'm sorry, the twenty seventh. Yeah, whatever the Saturday. My brain is, is dead. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm, but that thing in Toronto is just a private gig, so oh, okay. nobody so cares. But Toronto, Fuck I want to go there. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Thanks for listening. listening. Bye. Bye. Oh, Josh, plug. You got something, Josh? Yeah, October 3rd. I'm in Ventura opening up for uh, The Fighter and The Kid. It's uh, good old Brendan Schwab and uh, Brian Callen. 19th, I'm in Fort Wayne, Indiana. 20th, I am in Springfield, Ohio. And the 28th through the 1st, or the 20th of November through the 1st of December with Jason Rouse in uh, Toronto as well. And um, awesome. I just got picked up to do New Year's Eve in my hometown of Fremont, Ohio. Woo! So I got my Kicking boy Travis ass. Carl. We call it the the hero and the champ or some shit like that. But Who yeah. cares, Josh? It's work. All right. Thank you. <laughs>